It's uh 1:18 a.m. <laughs> At least you know for me. Do you know where your podcast is? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to R and R After Dark, Part Two. Man. <laughs> Just, oh my god, that sounds like the most terriblest idea we've come up with for a spin-off. I, like I don't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> my brain just goes in the wrong place, man. Like Yeah, we uh we can't keep we can't do that. We can't do it. It'll, yeah, I don't want to imagine you in a leotard. It will shut us off the it'll take us off the airwaves so fast. Like after dark, no. No. We 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 didn't we didn't we don't want this. No, no. one no one asked for this. Technically, if you're listening to us, we are after dark. If it's after dark, <laughs> I mean we are. Yeah. Because when we're when we're recording, but yes. <laughs> or or you know whenever you're listening in your region, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Do not listen to us after dark in your region. <laughs> Or do, you know, however you want to do it, fine, yeah, whatever. No, uh, no judgment here, we are in no judge zone here. Yeah. I don't like having no, judge. Fuck him. <laughs> 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 Sorry, he's a Yankee, I can't, I can't. <clears throat> Speaking of the Yankees, Giancarlo Stanton, I'm really hurt about that. Really hurt. You know, I gotta be honest, um, that's like all over Twitter and everyone's like woobity wobbity woo and I'm just sitting here like you know it's not the end of the world guys it's just baseball <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> you don't understand I do but understand <laughs> but this isn't a 200 games guys. later people will be going oh was it the right move and I'll be like that was 200 games later, you fool! <laughs> I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that <clears throat> plays out. I'm not looking forward to seeing him 18 times a year, I'll say that much, though. I'm not looking forward to it. You know, it's not often that I say this, but I think it's time we started the show. Hey! He took it from me! And it's mine. I'm never giving it back. Finders <laughs> keepers! Twenty-five of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. Ken, how are you, my man? I'm as good as good can be when it's been good to be good. Fair enough. I don't know what any of that was, but that'll <laughs> work for me. <laughs> I am okay. Well, I mean... I'm not tired because I have energy uh, this week after last week's debacle of an episode. Kidding. Um, but uh, no, um, I'm all right, man. Just got home from work maybe, well, yeah, about an hour ago, 12-ish, right. so that's fun. Um, yeah, I've got energy. I've got an Arizona energy tea, so that, that that's helping somewhat. <laughs> I don't do the whole caffeine thing. Not, not something I do. Right. <clears throat> Not a thing. But anyway, 
before we get into that whole thing, which we're not here to talk about, what have you been playing? Well, I have been playing South Park and the Stick of Truth. Um, How are you liking it? Well, I guess we'll just start that uh, I'm not a huge fan of South Park. Like, I could, I could never see an episode of South Park ever, and I would be just fine with my life. You know, I wouldn't feel right. like that's <laughs> a problem or an issue. Yeah. So, um, I guess I decided to pick this up, though, because I played uh, the Fractured But Whole. <clears throat> they had a demo that you could play. I missed that. Uh, on the uh, Xbox One. And so... Uh, I played that and I was like, you know, this is funny enough, but I feel like if I'm going to play this, I should really go back and play the Stick of Truth because it literally takes place, like, it starts out, you're still playing the fairy Stick of Truth style of yeah. game. So, yeah, so it's only fair that um, I should play the Stick of Truth. Makes sense to me. Yep. <sighs> and... Um, I, I do like it. Um, it has its funny bit and it's, it's crude and crass bits. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten too far into it. Of course, I'm still, uh, playing through it, but what I have played, um, I find it fun. Although am I the only one that thinks that the nutcracker attack is overpowered? <laughs> I like, don't. Which <clears throat> class is that? I don't. Which class did you pick? Um, I picked the fighter. Okay. I guess I should say. Because the yeah, there's wizard, there's the fighter, the what is it? The mage, the dark I elf. The mage, that's what I picked. Yeah. Something like that, and then the Jew. <laughs> yeah, I picked the mage. That's what I picked. And I gotta <laughs> say, I was really tempted to pick the Jew class. <laughs> Well, I couldn't bring it uh, upon myself to do that, so I picked the fighter class. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. But he has a attack uh, that's called Rochambeau, and he goes up to one of the, uh, I guess, enemies, and he plays a little game of Rochambeau, and if you tap the A button just as he hits his glove, uh, you'll get a perfect or better attack. And once he gets, he gets like rock, paper, nuts, and then he kicks uh, the character uh, in the nuts, and it causes them to um, become super dizzy, so that they can't attack. And uh, if there's other guys around, like as you level up the skill, I mean, I could go into this, but I'm really not going to. I expect people to have already played. Uh, the stick of truth <laughs> so <laughs> but um as you uh, level up that skill um you can cause other people to be grossed out uh, around uh, the character so not only does it cause this character to become uh incapacitated and can't attack for probably about three four turns Jesus. Uh, but it also causes <laughs> damn i'm super tired tonight i apologize <clears throat> Um, but it can also cause the other characters to be grossed out, which is kind of like poison, and it takes uh, extra damage off there. Um, but it's so uh, overpowered 
that uh, did you ever? I don't know how far you got into it, but did you ever find the moss creature? And battle. I it? beat the game. It's been so long. I don't remember honestly. So if you uh, go to the dude in the gun shop, <laughs> um, he gives you like a list of rodents or uh, creatures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I remember. Yep. So one of them is a moss creature that is actually in the uh, bottom of the school. Mm-hmm. And if you remember that now. Yes, 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 I do. So the moss actually. creature, as you know, it regenerates health every turn, right? <laughs> yes. Right? But it never got to attack me because I kept using this uh, Rochambeau nutcracker move on it, which kept causing it to... Uh, become dizzy and not attack. Wow. And <laughs> nice. so then I just, uh, if I ran out of pee pee, <laughs> then I would just, uh, use a drink and fill it up. And then I could use the Rochambeau move again. And so it never got to attack me once wow. while I was battling it. Jesus. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, now I, it goes without saying that female characters, are immune to this attack like it still hurts them and i think it still grosses out other people around them but right. it doesn't cause them to become dizzy huh mm -hmm. <laughs> smart. smart yeah man. but that's that's my experience with it so far um it's very similar to the fractured butthole um what i've played of it the only difference of course is um that with the stick of truth it's a turn-based RPG where it's a factory butthole. Um, it's a, a strategy RPG and you have to like move up to characters and use special attacks mm -hmm. and attack them and stuff as opposed to just being able to use your moves. Right. I'm really looking <clears throat> forward to playing the fractured butthole at some point. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh man, I'm, I'm, eventually I'll pick it up. Right now is just not a good time. Holidays and all that. Yeah. Speaking of looking, looking at the calendar, there's only 15 days left till Christmas. So that's fun. Yep. Speaking your your of calendar's a little early, but <laughs> no, I mean it, it's right here on my laptop, so I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I know, but you're living in the world of tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yep. Ha, ha. Yep. Love you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in your crazy holiday working fun time, have you got to play anything? Uh, actually, I've gotten to play a little bit uh, more this week. I decided to just take some time uh, and before, you know, work, just sit there and game for a decent amount of time before I have to leave to go to work. Um, so I I've played a few things, but I'll keep it short. Uh, I tried out a MMORPG called Skyforge on Xbox One. Okay. It was free to download for yeah, I don't I, know, I don't know if it still is or not, but um it was and I was like let's give it a shot, why not? After looking at after looking at the trailer and everything. And it's fun so far. I mean I, I'm I'm having a good time with it early on. The powers uh, and everything that you have for the class that I pick, which is the cry the cryomancer, which it's really cool. It's like a mage you get to slow down enemies and reason <clears throat> you'll do more damage. Uh there's an AOE attack. Like it, it's all really nice. It looks, it looks good, and everything. Um, I'm looking forward to leveling it up. What's cool about it, though, what's cool about it though, is that you can switch classes at any time you want to, which is nice. 
even apparently in the middle of combat you can do it and it'll help you somehow. I haven't tried okay. to do it like that yet, but you can flip between classes anytime you want, so it's really cool in that respect. I had fun with it so far, I'll have to play a little more um, when I get a little more time to sit there and play some. Um, playing some Destiny 2, the Curse of Osiris DLC came out. <clears throat> yeah, I heard there's some so uh, uh, <clears throat> some drama happening with the latest there Destiny 2 is, update. There is some drama that I read about. I, I just glossed over it, really. Uh, they're locking players out of content. There is some stuff that's time-gated. Yep. They, but they, <clears throat> number one, number one, they've, they've, this isn't new to me anyway. It's unfortunate, but it's nothing new to me because they, they time-gated stuff, uh, you know, in previous DLCs for Destiny 1, and they did, uh, they did, I believe they did lock some players out of some of the things. Well, what I read was <clears throat> that there was two, um, raids that were available to people that just owned the Destiny 2 starter pack. <clears throat> and then they went and raised the light level to get into those raids. So that if you didn't have the DLC pack, you could no longer take part in those raids. And one of those raids was an achievement. So unless you paid for the DLC, you couldn't even unlock an achievement that huh. was... Um, from within the base uh, level of the game. I, I, I know there there's only one raid right now, which is the, the Leviathan raid. Um, <clears throat> there's the normal there's a normal version of it, then there's the prestige version of it. So that could be what that's talking about. Um, that sucks. I was not aware that that happened. Um, mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. I hope they can fix that because that's not a good look at all. Um, it's not good. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm having fun with it so far. The light level increase is nice. The rewards are there. It's it's still lacking in areas, but it's still there. I don't want to touch on it too much because I believe I've talked about it enough in the past few weeks. So I'm gonna spare you this week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Other than that, we actually did we actually did get a chance to play some uh, 2K this past week, didn't we? That was I don't remember when it was, but we played some pro am. <clears throat> we did. That was fun. Yeah. Yep. I bought some VC and got to 80, 85 overall or whatever and had a good time. So. Yeah, I mean we could definitely yeah. uh, use you more too, because we yeah we found our point guard and he is. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, he was he was really good. Yeah, he's <laughs> really good, and um, we've actually played some uh, pro am with just him and having a CPU. And we've been in a lot of our games, uh, thanks to him, finding uh, open shooters and even just making open shots, too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. No, it, it would definitely, I think we would kick some total butt if you were there. Yeah. I, I think. I, nudge, I, nudge. Yeah, know see, what I mean? My, know what I mean? My, my problem is, um, number one, I'm usually... I'm using that on till late, till late like ten, and then you know I'm playing Overwatch with with other friends or whatever, <clears throat> or or you know I don't uh, feel like going into the my career and go and actually get badges, <laughs> so I only have two right now. Well, three see, three now after you know last right. time I played. See, here's the thing though, um, 
even though you have uh, like little to no badges and having badges would help and make you more powerful just having you there you're 10 times better than the CPU like the CPU you're not wrong. is you're so not wrong. bad this year that it's like they really didn't want people to play with the CPU and it kind of makes me wonder why they even put the CPU in there and didn't make it so that you had to just play with five people. Mm-hmm. Like the CPU is I can just think of that a few bad. reasons why. Few but reasons, the CPU but... is just so bad. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I guess they still make shots and stuff, but they're, it, it's bad. We should just move on because we'll be here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for another episode, yeah. So, uh, let's jump into the news, shall we? Yeah. The, I'll start this week. The GTA, the, the GTA, yes. The Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> Online is getting a new, uh, some new content in the form of a new heist. And it's the first since 2015, called the Doomsday Heist. Mm. And it, it, it's uh, there was a trailer for it a few days ago. I saw it. It looks really cool. I'm looking forward to getting some buddies together to play that. But uh, the story uh, synopsis for it is that a billionaire tech mogul and idealistic intelligence agent, a socially awkward conspiracy theorist, and a neurotic supercomputer... Have been have been forced into an unlikely alliance to save San Andreas from total annihilation. Yeah. You As said apocalypse... neurotic. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> you say the word. Yeah. As as apocalyptic threats mount from enemies unknown, you and your criminal crew are enlisted to untangle mysteries and eradicate threats spanning from the bustling streets of downtown Los Santos to the ocean floor and all the way to the inner depths of Mount <clears throat> Chiliad, an epic new online adventure. So yeah, I mean the, the trailer looked looked really cool. It looks like it looks like it's gonna be using a lot of the stuff that has come in, uh, like the aircraft carriers and all the other stuff, which I don't have. I don't have money for all that, but you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting somebody together and trying the new Heistman drops on December twelfth. Hmm. Cool. Have fun with that. <laughs> I will. I will. I hope to anyway. I'm, yeah. glad I'm glad they're still supporting you online, but I'm still bummed about no single player DLC. They could have did so many cool things with it, and here we are. You're but it's you're okay. bummed about not being able to spend money. <laughs> it's funny. A little bit because I a little bit because I wanted yeah yeah because I ah uh, whatever nope another time not falling into that trap but yeah another time another <laughs> time I don't want to get going. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. So moving along, um, the new uh, Sea of Thieves from Rareware, uh, they've announced that the up-and-coming open-world pirate game, uh, it was delayed from its spring of 2017 release window to just early 2018, um, but they've since released a solid release date for it, and it will now... A launch on March 20th of 2018. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to be... Uh, I think they're doing a beta now, and I've seen some people... Like, you might be able to win 
to get into the beta and I assume uh, probably when it gets closer to February there'll be an open beta for people to check it out um, but I'm uh, pretty excited about this I mean if you're going to be a no good rotten uh, dirty pirate thief you might as well be a no good dirty rotten pirate thief and not some sort of futuristic man with your cars and your guns and your jetpacks yeah, I see your point. I, I, I do. <laughs> I am looking forward to that game. It's like going to be different, and I, the art style is interesting enough to be to pay attention to it. So. Yep. Just, I just hope that, you know, if we do play it, you know, we can get some people in there with us and I'll have a good time or whatever. And not get somebody who's a pirate, filthy pirate and swashbuckles you in the back, even though you're the bloody captain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Because it seems like whenever we play games, it's usually just us. Which is fine, don't get me wrong. But, you know, having, you know, a full <laughs> team of whatever, you know, would help. Yeah. That just makes me want to play sad music and show a single tear falling down my <laughs> cheek. Yeah. Get that in. Right. No. Um, <laughs> my uh, my second piece of news is that Soul Calibur 6 has been revealed. There was a trailer shown at the VGAs featuring a young Mitsurugi battling Solfitia. Uh, it's said to have a epic epic story mode and dynamic fights enhanced by cinematic styled combat. It's going to be developed in the Unreal Engine and it will release in 2018. They also they also said that they have a new reversal system, uh, reversal edge or some, something along those lines. I'll have to look more into that and give you more information about that next week. So expect another Soul Calibur news story next week on that. <laughs> right. Because um, oh, be, before we go on, sorry, because Soul Calibur is. My second favorite fighting series next to Mortal Kombat, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a long time since we've had a Soul Calibur fighting game. So, yeah. Um, well, we haven't had an, uh, this generation Soul Calibur game, but it seems like we had two last generation. I think so. Soul Calibur 5 uh, and Soul Calibur 4. Vader. Yeah. Because yeah, Vader was for 360, the Link. No, 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 Yoda was for well, 360, sorry, Yoda, yeah. and I'm Vader sorry. was for the PlayStation 3. Okay, yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. I knew this was kind of somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, honestly, um... Damn, I can just not stop yawning. The yellow cast. Yeah. Um, but no, Soul Calibur 2... That was uh, my personal favorite, and um, part of it was because he got to play his Link um, on the GameCube, and I yeah. think that that was my favorite character. And since he was only available on that one version, which slight side story, that was the version of Soul Calibur that sold the most. Like huh. it sold more I mean, than the PlayStation Two and Xbox version. Wow. I think maybe even combined. I don't recall exactly, but I know it sold more because it had Link in it. <laughs> um, but since he was my favorite character and they can't or haven't uh, continued him down the line, I've just kind of, I don't know, feels a little generic. Like and <laughs> Like, I mean, I've still played some Soul Caliburs, 
Like, I actually played Soul Calibur 3 on a whim, and I really enjoyed their kind of story mode where you made a, a made-up character, and it was yeah. kind of like a, a battle, and and it, there was a bit of strategy depending on where you went on the map, and, like, that was cool. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. So... Um, it, it does have its good moments, but I gotta say that I'm probably not super excited about this one, uh, just because. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, it could be that I'm falling out of favors with fighting games again because I didn't even pick up Tekken Seven. Yeah, I, I love Tekken as well. That's like my top three fighting is Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, and Tekken. Yeah, yeah, and and I didn't even pick up Tekken Seven, so I don't know. I could just be falling out of favor uh, with yeah. fighting games. Fair it happens. I mean, fighting games take a lot of uh, dedication nowadays, and I'm not like <laughs> I, I enjoy fighting games a lot, but I'm not one to put in all the all of the time to learn all the intricacies of fighting games. Right. Um, but I do love playing them, and I'll 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 hop in online occasionally and you know get my ass beat. But I don't care. I'm just having fun. As long as you're not spamming projectiles. Then I'm right. Cool. Well, I used to play fighting games for the stories, but I don't know. It feels like the stories have been less extravagant, and it's been more about the actual fighting and gameplay and less about the story. <laughs> I feel you. It's a fighting game. But yeah, I feel you. Yeah. <clears throat> Injustice story is good. That's true. I'm going to move <laughs> along, though. Yes. I was so, would. <clears throat> it has been announced that Romancing Saga 2 will have a worldwide release on December 15th for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and the personal computer. Or PC for nice. sure. So the Square Enix announced that they would be releasing... Uh, Romancing Saga 2 on December 15th. Um, little history about it. <clears throat> this is an old uh, Super Nintendo game that was originally released back in 1993. With this version though, they are updating the graphics and the audio. Um, they're adding new character classes, there's a new dungeon, and there's more features in its new game plus that it has. Um, and this is probably um, one of the more rare, rarer, am I saying that right? Rarer, rarer, rarer um, games <laughs> uh, back for the Super Nintendo. And if I recall, its biggest claim to fame was that with the story, you could pick uh, one of six uh, characters to start your story with. And it would change the story depending on who you picked and like who you next picked. And so it had a lot of replay replayability because you could pick, you know, we'll just say character number one and then character number four. And then you could replay it and do one and two and the story would be different because of that. So if Very I recall, cool. that uh, was its biggest claim to fame was just how... Uh, immense the story could change depending on who you played um, and when you played them. It sounds cool. It's coming to Xbox One, so I won't have to uh, pay attention to it. You Wait, you won't have to pay attention to it? No, I will. Oh. Well, I mean, I would get I, it for I, the I, Switch because then I could take it with me. 
yeah. play wherever. Right. Not be stuck at home. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Yeah. Though? I stay at home anyways. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah that that I mean you know I I love RPGs now we had a discussion off air about uh, not getting in, me not getting into RPGs until I was a little older for reasons uh, right. but yeah I I'm into RPGs now so yeah I feel like I will have to you know at least you know uh, check it out watch yeah yeah watch watch a few gameplay uh, things on YouTube or whatever when it comes out and see if I like what's there. And then I may try it for myself. <clears throat> cool. So my final news story is that both Far Cry, Fi Far Cry 5 and The Crew 2 are both delayed. Far Cry 5 will now launch in, on March, to, March 27th of 2018 instead of February 27th, 2018. The crew has been moved to between April and September of 2018 instead of March March 16th. That's going to put it in the first half of Ubisoft's 2018-2019 uh, fiscal year. The reason for these delays has been to, quote, invest more development time into the game. This is from Christine Burgess... Christine Burgess... Yeah, Camard. She is the uh, Ubisoft executive director. <clears throat> Okay. I'm I'm all in favor of delays, as long as you take time to make the game better. Yeah. Really, I mean, oh. I'm not gonna complain about you delaying the game, no matter no matter how bad I want it. Uh, pause. I will <clears throat> take the yeah. time and make sure the game is right and you know up to your standards. That's right. Or just take the time it needs in the first place, and then you won't have to delay the game. Correct. Uh, uh, Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you know, I, I'm imagining it's a lot more complicated than what we on the outside looking in uh, would think. So it, yep. you know, there could be a lot of things, some a lot, a lot of things going wrong. Well, anyway, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. I'm actually looking forward to the crew too, because I really enjoyed the crew, and yeah. they're going to give me the ability to explore the world even more and again i'm hoping it's bigger because if it's the same world and they've just added few minor details or changed things a little bit i'll be sad and disappointed yeah <clears throat> i'm looking forward to far cry 5 just because i'm interested to see how they do this america thing that's that's going to be really uh different to see because you know far cry's usually been a been in more exotic locations mountains and you know a tropical island, for instance. So, you know, I'm 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 really I'm really really uh, interested to see how they're gonna do this. And they're changing up the way the story works and all the other business. Yeah. Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna end it with a joke I used to say. In that they call it Far Cry because it's a Far Cry from a good game. <laughs> Well, if anyone wants to be the new host, the new co-host, um, take it off. <laughs> oh, I've been fired, people, out of a cannon. Let him know. Sun. Show's over. What? No, no. I'm kidding. Yeah. So, all right. So my last piece of video gaming news 
is that's right they finally announced Mega Man 11 on the stream that Capcom did on December 4th on Twitch um, they announced that it's been in the works and that it will come out sometime in 2018 um, which I guess is cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So the game has uh, Mega Man uh, sporting a new look. Um, in fact, I was going to show my host the new look for this uh, Game Informer art because it is swag swiddly wag, if I do say so myself. Swag swiddly wag. Swag Willy Wag. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it should be more the same. There'll be eight robot masters that I'm sure they will be showing uh, throughout the course of Mega Man 11's release date. It should be good times. I gotta be honest though, the game looks really great, except I don't like Mega Man's uh, animation. Okay. So it like has a um he has a weird walking animation <laughs> and it feels really out of place and so i'm kind of um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess kind of iffy about it but um i am excited because they uh said last week that um, I really just want a new Mega Man game. This is the new Mega Man game. Uh, so I, I can't wait to get my grubby little hands on it. Yeah, I'm really happy for those that are fans of Mega Man. They've been waiting a long time for a new a new entry in the series. So, yeah. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing how everyone reacts to it. I right. personally never got into Mega Man. Um... But I am very aware of those who are and why they like it. So, is that right? Well, um, if anyone wants to be the new host of the R&R podcast, oh, I'm looking for a new host. No. You can't kick me off the show. <laughs> I'm the host. You can't fire me. <laughs> uh, so yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's gonna segue very well somehow into yeah. our main discussion of the evening, and that is positivity in gaming. So, uh, what so do we mean when when we say this? Okay. Yeah. So, when when I say positivity in gaming, I think of things like you know trying to keep yourself motivated throughout losing streaks. Or, um, you know, if you're having a bad game, you know, how are you talking to yourself to get yourself back into the mindset of uh, playing better the next game? It's it, it, it relates a lot to sports in a way. You know, you're picking yourself up, picking your teammates up, whatever it may be. So those sorts of positive elements, positive thinking, you know, can turn a bad game into a good one or you know whatever it may be 
So, what, 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 do, what do you think about this? What, what, what does it mean to you? Well, uh, I'll be honest. When we you first came to me with the idea uh, of positivity in gaming, I was thinking mm-hmm. like, you mean like Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. I, I, um, I really, I really just meant uh, focusing on things like you know uh, how how to keep positive uh, and just um, just things of that nature, really. Right. <clears throat> and um, that's, I mean, that's a good question because uh, it can be really hard to stay positive, um, especially when um, when you're playing games with other people and then they'll just message you um, and say, you suck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, things like that. Yeah, like it's... It's like they have nothing better to do. Um, but to tell you that you suck instead right. of, you know, worrying about themselves. Right. Exactly. Um, but, no, I mean, it's it's uh, it's an interesting question. And um, I've really tried to, you know, I mentioned it earlier, we're in our uh, pro-am. And I've really tried to um, go with a be positive attitude. You know, um, if we come down the court in the game and we take a shot and it doesn't go in or we just lose the ball um, and we don't even get to take a shot, you know, it it can be really easy to fall into that trap of uh, we suck. You know, why am I even playing this game? Uh, Everybody, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, be negative about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that doing that, all that does is it creates the guys that I'm uh, talking with, with the chat, trying to play games with, it just causes them to feel worse about themselves and then their play shows that. They start playing worse than they are. So if yeah. if you're positive, you know, and you um, kind of like relate to that like if something bad happens you know just uh, kind of cheer them up like you know that's okay we we got this you you know it happens we'll get back there we'll score we'll uh take the lead blah 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 um kind of whatever so it's it's kind of uh positivity can lead to winning yeah exactly mind. yeah yeah there's a there's a whole thing, you know, you could have a whole discussion based around that I would like to go, like to dive a little deeper into it at some point here. But um, it, it's the, the mantra of, you know, if you feel good, you know, you'll play good. <clears throat> right. So, you know, and, and this goes for a lot of things in video games, not just, not just, you know, competitive gaming. It could be, you know, you going through a solo experience, you know, you, you get, you get to you know a tough boss fight or a level is giving you a hard time and you know or you're having difficulty with a puzzle or something something along those lines you know and if you if you talk to yourself in a positive in a positive way instead of the opposite you know it it could and more than likely it will turn it will turn uh things in your favor versus not so when we talk about, you know, 
how to keep positive, that is a big thing. The, the positive self-talk is a big thing. So, you know, me being a, uh, me being really into Destiny PvP, uh, that's something that I struggle with, or not struggle with, but it's something that my, my, my friends have a hard time doing, and it frustrates me to hear them, uh, go off on the mic, we'll put it that way, yeah. um, we're playing, we're playing Trials of the Nine or something, and just, you know, bro, he's around the corner, you know, or whatever, you know, things like that, and I'm over here on the mic just trying to bite my tongue, and, uh, just listen, just listen, because for me, half of it is listening to what's going on, um, and watching how, and hearing how they react, Hmm. the situation so i can respond accordingly with the positive talk um you know you if you if you go into a round and you know you lose the round or somebody goes down early you know hey you know it's all right it's all right back up back up reset we'll get the res uh you know just communi communicating all of these things is important to your teammates but also again to yourself so if you're on a tough boss in dark souls or bloodborne or a level like I said is giving you a hard time. That positive self talk uh is definitely a big, big, big factor in how you um, you know, get around the situation and come out a bit better for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, go ahead. Um uh, <laughs> Well, I'm not sure um what else I can say. I mean I, I agree with you um on that uh, I guess maybe I could ask the question, like, are there games that create negativity and maybe do it on purpose? Like, um, I don't know, uh, like Battlefield, does it uh, create an atmosphere where somebody's uh, losing? Like, it creates that negativity? So just as an example, you, I guess. Okay, yeah. So, so do you, do you? So, is the, the question basically is, do you, are there are there some game are there games that will create a negative environment? Right, as opposed for, to for, for the player. Yeah, as opposed to when they're not playing good, giving like a positive affirmation that they'll get better or that they're getting better. Do they? Um, like our games designed where if you're not good you're you're bad i guess well uh if the uh we were, <laughs> we were talking a while ago about that patent um from that company so i mean that that could very well possibly be a way that it will start to be designed uh you know to go in that direction to make you feel like you have to do certain things to become better at the game, but uh, no, I, I, I don't think that games themselves uh, create the negative environment. I think that it has a lot to do with the community of of the game, um, because that's what will make or break any game, in my opinion, is the community. You know, uh, I'm at, prime example. The Destiny community right now is sort of in a state of high toxicity uh, for with, with a lot of things, and I can't say I, I can't say I blame them for everything, for all of it. I mean, you know, 
you're right in some respects, but it's how you how you handle it. You know, mm -hmm. you can be mad and frustrated about something all you want to, but it's how you handle it. You know, someone on Call of Duty, you know, can you know call you all sorts of names. You can respond in a few ways. You have a choice. <laughs> Uh, so no, I, I think that it's more community focused than actual game mechanics and all that stuff focused. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I think I I think it makes sense. I guess. What I'm okay. trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, just to wrap this wrap this brief discussion up here, just wanted to go out with. If you have a positive moment uh, to share from your game experience, could be recent, it could be one of your most fondest ones, it doesn't really matter. If you have one for me, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Me too. And just because well, I'm yawning well, doesn't mean I'm disinterested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, and that was also a, a question to you, my friend. Do you have, you know, uh, oh. any one moment you can think of in particular? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't really think of, like, something that was positive. Well, not, not off the top of my head, my man. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I have, I have a few that I can okay. think of at the moment. Okay, so one of them was when I was playing uh, Bloodborne, which is fantastic, by the way, if you've not played it. Definitely give it a shot, if you like the Dark Souls style of game anyway. Not for everybody, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, but no, I was fighting the second boss, Father Gascon, and I went through that fight uh, maybe five, six, seven, ten. It was a lot of times I lost count at one point, honestly. But I was getting so close to the end every time. And he would kill me in, in his in in his final form. Uh, once he gets past a certain point, he'd reach his final form, and I would have I'd get down to you know a few blood vials, and I wasn't managing my distance properly and things like that. So you know it's it's sitting there talking to himself like yeah you know I was so close, but if I do this this and this right, then I could definitely beat him. So you know I get him down to his last little bit of health, and he goes to his final form. I pop a blood vial real quick, get some health back, and he hits me. He hits me. I, I, he, he hits me. I hit him, get some health back, and then I just rush him for the last little bit of damage, finish him off, and I get him. And it was fantastic. I jumped out of my uh, basement chair with this, this my PS4 is, and in jubilation because I was so happy that I finally got past this man. He's giving me a hard time. Uh, Bloodborne's fantastic. I love it. Though that since becomes right. for me is one of the bigger ones, uh, getting past a tough moment like that when you've been working at it for the longest time. That's that's one of the best things for me about uh, gaming. So yeah. Okay. Does it buy you any time? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. Well, you know what? You can answer that with the uh, community next week. <laughs> Because uh, that will that is our question of the week for you guys. What's a positive moment in the gaming for you? It could be some something something like I described, or you know anything it could be something where hey you know you helped a friend get through 
get through a tough dungeon or whatever it may be. So give us something, and we'll get back to you with your responses and hopefully Ken's uh, on next week's episode. So there's that. So before we get out of here. Well, I mean, if you want me to uh, say one positive thing, I've thought of one. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, and that's fine. because uh, about, I think it was about four years ago now, um, which is a really long time when you think about it. It is. Um, but uh, I joined up with this Madden League, and oh, yes. I was playing a game, and my opponent that week was the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, and so, like, starting to play, and I get a message to join uh, chat with this dude, and I'm like, oh, my God. What is going on here? He wants to talk with me. Like this, this is gonna end up bad. <laughs> He's probably gonna diss me out or <laughs> or something. But regardless of my uh, pretenses, uh, I still got on my headset and I guess answered the call. And he turned out to be a really cool dude. Um. And so uh, I think that that's something that's positive, that just by playing this game and just accepting the chat invite, um, it's been something that's been a positive relationship uh, in my life for about four years now. So um, it's been it's been four years. But by the way, in case you guys didn't know who he was talking about, <laughs> talking about me. All right, it's me. It's me. It's Byron Reed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Wait, what are you talking about? The dude I was talking to was Byron Weed. Oh, Byron Weed. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's an interesting fellow. Real cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is fantastic. Hey, I can't believe it's been four years already. That's impressive. Yeah, pretty much. Because it was, yeah, it was Madden uh, 15, so it's 2014. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so, I mean, right. yeah, I guess it's been more like three and a half years, but I like to round Almost. up. Yeah, right. Fair enough, fair enough. So that's great. So now that we've shared some of our positive moments, let's do some of yours next week, guys. I'm looking forward to getting those responses in the comments section of either YouTube or, you know, on the Joystick Entertainment Facebook page when we post the question of the week. So that's going to do it for the episode, I think. Yeah. Is that it? Yep. Uh, yeah? We're done? We done. And I got the hiccups hey, now. We are out of here! Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 25 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, round of plugs. Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. You can find myself personally on Twitter at V. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-V as in Victor. Um, you can find the Joystick Podcast. Joystick Podcast? No way. <laughs> the Joystick Twitter page. At Joystick ENT, that's J-O-I-S-T-I-K-E-N-T. 
And you can find my good pal Byron on Twitter at Braun1417. That's capital B R O N 1417. You can find me on Twitch streaming whenever I feel like it these days at uh, Twitch B underscore Ron1417. That's B underscore Ron1417. Um, I'm looking forward to streaming a few games. I've got Life is Strange sitting there waiting for me to stream. I'm still going to stream some more Destiny 2, a few other things as well. But that all depends on schedule and working that out with my life at the moment because it's kind of hectic work and holidays and all the other business. You can also find the podcast on YouTube and the CastBox app. On YouTube, you can search R&R, R&R Gaming with the ampersand for and. Um, I think so. And, and on CastBox, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so you can, if you're listening to us not on YouTube, you can uh, take us with you in an MP3 form uh, on CastBox, which you can get it on the App Store or the Play Store, depending on if you're on iPhone or if you're on Android. Um, or you can also just listen in on a browser at castbox.fm. Yep, and as far as the YouTube thing goes, we we have video versions of the podcast as well. Right. We have you know images and sometimes Videos. we may put a trailer in there or two. Yeah, um, but it, it's also it's fun stuff over there. Make sure you get over there, subscribe, hit the like button, and all the other fun stuff. Hit that bell to get notified whenever a video goes live, so you never miss an episode of this glorious goodness that is the podcast. Uh, I think that's all for tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, so I will tell them why they should come back next week. Thanks, Byron. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. See? Tired. Yes. You what. should come back next week because everyone could use a little more R&R. Winners never quit when they're tired. Winners quit when they've won.